used to work and clean the diamonds on a Monday Only hit the club on Saturday and Sunday I used to pull up every week, you should've seen her The way she did ain't nobody could do it clean up I seen her in a suit for my birthday And I can tell you the reason these niggas Thursday La mama getting it in, no, no, no Hello, welcome to the uh, No Clue Podcast, episode 80. Um, glad you're here. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler. I'm Mike. And we are back, ready to get it going. Starting with college football, which we normally don't say at all, but yeah. big game this weekend. Biggest game of the year, probably. This is the biggest game I remember in a while, in college, the regular season college game. And why do you say that? Because of the um, the stakes? Uh, not so much the stakes, because both teams kind of could come back from it. Yeah. From losing, but just the kind of the top two teams, like the definitive top two teams. Oh, yeah, this early. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I gotcha. know Clems- Clemson's in there, but they, they haven't really played that well, so. Right. Right, yeah. Um. Okay, what'd you think? I was... Biggest takeaways. Uh, I mean, honestly, I could see why both teams are top-ranked. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't get to watch college football consistently, uh, but both teams looked full of NFL players. I could say that. Yeah. You could just see it by some of the plays the LSU guys were making. Uh, Alabama's guys are making a ton of plays too. Yeah. Honestly, I just didn't know that LSU was that good. Okay. All right. Like I heard a lot of hype, but I didn't really see anything like crazy from the stuff I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and for them to, I mean, they came out just dominating. Yeah. I was like, damn, Burrow's the best quarterback in college football? I didn't know that. I wasn't <laughs> yeah. aware. Right. Uh, and he kind of established himself. I mean, Their running game is crazy. Yeah. I mean, they're so stacked. Yeah. I um, One of my good friends is at Alabama. Uh, he goes to Alabama. So shout out to Wyatt. Um, he brought this to me before like long before this game and um you know it was he sent me like a little article of them trying them arguing who was better between Alabama and LSU and um you know I think Alabama has the coach right they have the pedigree they get a lot of good recruits you know top recruits in many you know cases but LSU seems to have like better pros like, there's pros on LSU, like, right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Alabama has a really solid team, and, you know, combined, they're a really, really good team. But LSU got some ballers, man. That running back, Edwards Hilaire? Yeah. He was a monster. Dude. It's a monster. The first, in my lifetime, this I think this is the only time I've ever seen Alabama was, like, like overwhelmed. Yeah, it did seem overwhelmed, yeah, on both sides. Right. Yeah, and it was, I mean, and they managed to keep it a close game, but it still it did seem like, I don't want to say they were getting dominated because, like, the, 
Scoring doesn't show they got dominated, but as how they were playing, it looked like they were getting dominated to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, and Burrow is he can do it all. Fearless. I like that. Yeah, he was supremely confident the whole time. That was that was impressive. And you know, of course, the Alabama fans come. Tua wasn't healthy. I mean, my guy, so, I don't care. I don't care how hurt you are. You cannot just drop the ball. Right. Like, there's no excuse for that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Um, do you think this plays any part, uh, has any effect on the tank for Tua movement? No. You think people are still going to go for Tua? Yeah. Unless. I mean, I mean Burrow couldn't maybe, like, get in front of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in terms of like Tua not being a top pick, yeah, I, I think he's fine. Yeah, I think so too. I've okay. seen I've seen him do like crazy things. Yeah, like he's done it over periods of time. So I, I mean, it's one game. You coming off an injury? I'm not gonna give up on you. Right. Yeah. Um, Jamar Chase, the receiver from LSU, mm-hmm. he's gonna be a good pro too. I mean, they got guys that I could just, I could already see, like, as uh, go-to options on NFL teams, you know? And Alabama is just a very balanced team. Devontae Smith, you know, go to him over and over and over again. I mean, they showed that by coming back. Yeah, they did, yeah. Like, I I was watching, like, when they were coming back, I'm like, dude, they could beat anybody. They could beat Clemson. They could beat LSU if given another opportunity. Like, they could beat anybody. They're still an elite team. Yeah. Hope. Hopefully, they get another crack at it. The way the rankings just came out, as Alabama is down to fifth. Yeah, it'll be tough. Yeah, one of the top four will have to lose probably. I don't think Georgia is not better than Alabama. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, I saw them. I saw their loss. Uh huh. They were t- they were awful. Yeah. Like they got bullied, and it wasn't by LSU. Getting bullied by LSU is is one thing. Yeah. Getting bullied by uh, I don't even remember who it was. It's not good. Right. I I feel so bad, man. Like college football, you lose a game and it, it's a wrap. Yeah. Like, Oklahoma lost one game, and it's over for them. Right. And I still think they're really, really good. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think they could beat LSU or Alabama. But just off of one loss to to make that definitive, is is, that's tough. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, Shout out to LSU for the dub. And shout it was, out to it was Alabama. A great Saturday of college football. It was. It was a, I, like I was really glued to the TV at one point. I'm like, damn, I don't remember being that into college football in a while. Right. Yeah. A lot of those guys are gonna be pros, man. I'm excited to see, uh, you know, how they get into the league. Yeah. For sure. All right. Um, NFL. Let's get it. Um, well, I have a fact to claim on the podcast. What? The Ravens are the best team in the AFC. <laughs> yeah. 
I think so too. Uh, at this point, it is <clears throat> that is a fact. Obviously, do I think they're gonna win it all? I can't. I don't believe that. But do I think if the playoffs started right now, does anybody in the AFC have a, has a chance to beat them? Absolutely not. Mm, okay, that's fair. And it's most it, a lot of that is because a lot of the AFC teams are very flawed, right? And the Ravens, I mean, they're clicking. Yeah, they already beat you know, arguably I the mean, best they beat, AFC team. They beat team. the best team and the worst team in football. Yeah, you know whether that's you know maybe second best, maybe second worst, whatever. To to dominate the way they have the last like three four weeks. Yeah. I mean, how I can't picture any team stopping them. I mean, are you kidding me? If they played Kansas City right now, with with the way Kansas City gives up runs, just just willy nilly. Yeah. Just whatever running backs playing Kansas City, like he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine what the Ravens would do to them? Right. It would be a disaster. And Mahomes really had to, like, go off to beat them last time. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Which he's capable of doing again, but I... The biggest reason for me to think that is because the Ravens are just the most complete team. Ravens can win any style. They could play any way. Yeah, they're they're pretty flawless. I mean, every other team in the AFC to me has some kind of like issue or limitation, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the Ravens can pass. I trust them to pass the ball. I've seen Lamar make some pretty amazing passes this year. Right. I mean, they don't really get talked about that much cuz they're not as spectacular. But, I mean, he's hit Hollywood Brown for some, like, really long passes, longer than I ever imagined he'd throw. Dots. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know what their schedule looks like. Uh, I have it right here. Um, They got the Texans next weekend. That's a big game. Then the Rams. Then the 49ers. Then the Bills. They got a they got a rough next four games. Yeah. All those all those are gonna be good games. Then they got um Jets, Browns, Steelers. Finish the year off with three dubs. So I think they'll be fine. I don't know if they'll be the number one seed, but they're they're gonna have home core at least the first weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. Speaking of their division, what the Steelers. Oh my god. Uh, I guess, I mean, I don't know if I'm sold on how the rest of the season is going to play out, but man, the Steelers are just battling. Yeah. And, uh, Mike Tomlin is just killing it. He's amazing, man. He's an amazing coach. Dude. I I mean, I know it took Brian Hoyer to like, just stink it up. Yeah. For the Steelers to get a win, but I mean, hey, you get them how you can. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm shocked that they they have recovered the way they did, and Rudolph looks like he's getting better. Yeah, he does. And I I like the progression, and they're kind of they're kind of starting to play a little more to his style. Yeah. 
So. Tomlin is one of those guys, man. Like you just give him, it don't matter. Give him eleven guys, and he's gonna figure it out. Yeah, he's shown he's shown that he could do that. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It, it, They're really talking about him getting fired like week two. <laughs> Giants will take him. <laughs> we'll take him in New York. <laughs> Go ahead, fire him. We're not talking about New York today. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, okay, who else? Big, um, big takeaways. Uh, the Browns is just still trash. Yeah. I mean Baker. I mean it's a nice game-winning drive, but they're still trash. Like. Yeah. How does he have? He has no chemistry with Odell. That makes no. me sick. Like, dude, all summer, that's what everybody was talking about. Baker, Odell. Yeah. Like, Odell coming there is the reason why Baker was in the MVP conversation. And they look like they barely practiced together. And I, I don't know how you don't have chemistry with, with Odell as long as you get it to one hand. You don't have to even hit him in both hands. Yeah. One hand is all you need. I, and I, I like he. It's like he's making Odell a shittier receiver. He is. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know how that's possible, but <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he is for people who don't, you know, who don't believe in Odell. He's definitely making people forget that Odell is good. Right. Um. Yeah, man. I'm not. I'm not talking about the Browns. And. Um, Allen, Josh Allen played like garbage anyway. So, I mean, 22 for 41. A lot. Yeah, I mean, but I'm saying this this game particularly, the Browns won in a large part because Josh Allen played so trash. Um, moving on. Uh, Packers and Panthers. Did you catch that one? Yeah, a little bit. What'd you think? Anything um, special? No, it was a good game. I mean, could have gone either way. It was uh, Packers got a stop. That was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it was two good teams facing off. I really didn't have anything crazy. Um, Falcons beating the Saints? Uh, just one of those NFL outliers. Okay. Just like the Browns beating the – smashing the Ravens. Yeah. I mean, since then, the Ravens have been unstoppable. <laughs> right. I don't know if it's a matchup thing or if it's just like a, like again, like an outlier, but it happens the, like every other week. And the Browns have lost since then until, you know. Um, Vikings-Cowboys. Big Ooh, game. This, this one was tough. Yeah. This one... Uh, Man, I feel bad for Dak Prescott. He did everything he could, I feel like, honestly. Yeah. I just, I feel like he's going to miss out on an opportunity to get paid, like, as much as he should because Uh of Dallas's mediocrity. Ezekiel Elliott got to be out of the top running back conversation. Oh, absolutely. He's gotten... He's gotten outplayed like three different matchups, and badly. Yes, and he's been he's been shut down more than any other running back in the league, like yep. under fifty yard games. 
it feels like I watch him get stopped and like locked up, be a non-factor in games more than anyone I've seen. I don't like. He seems one-dimensional to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, dude, enough, enough trying to power through the line. Can you break a tackle? Can you be elusive? Is that like, I thought running backs were supposed to have that. He doesn't have like a lot of lateral, you know, movement. Yeah, Moves. He stays trying to run through people. Yeah. I'm like, I get it. You know, it's physical. But sometimes you got to hit a juke, my guy. Right. And he just doesn't He doesn't break away as much as, like, he used to. Lamar Jackson's a better running back than Ezekiel right. Elliott this, this year. year. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just doesn't look elusive to me. No, he doesn't, man. And I, like, watching Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook will run it at your chest. But he'll also break tackles. Mm-hmm. He got Zeke. Zeke got outplayed by Aaron Jones a couple weeks ago. Same thing. Yep. Like all these running backs are doing everything. Yeah. I mean, the Seattle guy Chris Carson. He does it all. I mean Zeke, you got to be diverse. Right. You got to be able to do what the team needs. Yeah. But he's not to I. The mediocrity comes from the coach. I mean, it's obvious at this point. Yeah, I don't think... I mean, everyone has been saying it enough. I mean, it's, They get off to a bad start every time. Yeah, they do. You can't tell me that's not coaching. They got off to a bad start and kind of a whack ending. But in the middle, they were fire. Right, and that a lot of that was Dak Prescott. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't trust the Vikings, though. Nah, me either. Cousins Cousins wasn't asked to do anything, like, spectacular. Mm-hmm. Or, like, really make, like, huge plays. Yeah, and, and Dalvin Cook has to, like, really take over the game for them to win most right. of the time. Right. Because he, he led them in receiving yards and rushing yards that game. If your running back is leading you in receiving yards, I mean. That's not good. No. Nah. That means you really your passing game is just not there. It means Dallas's defense was not there. Right. So uh All right, the big game, Seahawks and 49ers. Great game. It was a great game. So good. Russell. One word. Russell. I mean talk about will to win, man. Dude. Whatever did, it did, takes. Did you see I loved um, right. So he throws the pick, yeah, uh, which was just an awful throw. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, it just, it was really bad. Yep. And I, I was just shot. My jaw was on the floor. I was like, "What the f-? like? What just happened?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you see that they showed the sideline like shortly after the pick. Yeah. And it's just all everybody on Seattle is just like trying to go on to the next play and stay positive. Yeah. Nobody's sulking. Nobody's like Wilson wasn't on his own, like isolated on a bench uh, with nobody like talking to him. Right. Pete Carroll wasn't just standing there like pissed off. He was trying to encourage the defense. He, he brought the defense in as soon as Wilson made that pick. Yeah. And you, you know, he was getting them hyped. Yeah. Like, that's what a good coach does. Yeah. Uh, and I thought Seattle as a team responded so well after that play. Yeah. 
I was like, dude, I mean, but I don't know how, how many other teams could do that. Leadership, man. So good. Yeah. He's one of the best leaders, if not the best leader in the league, uh, as far as a quarterback position. Um, I mean, it was just his leadership was just on full display the whole night, really. And then the ending. How do you feel about the 49ers now? Now that you got a good look at them in an intense game. Yeah, I don't think they got exposed. Because they're missing, they're missing who? They're missing somebody. Right? Uh, Were they missing a tight end? Yeah, yeah. He was on the sideline, I remember. Yeah. I don't remember his name, but, like, I, I don't think they got exposed. Uh-huh. Uh, I still think they're a really good defensive team. Yeah. I mean, like, there's no shame in, in you know, getting beat by Russell Wilson's heroics. Right. Like, that's how he does that to everybody. He does, yeah. Uh, and the 49ers had chances to win the game. That They could have easily won that game. Yeah. I mean, they were a kick away from winning. It was a... Right. They missed a kick. They, I mean, Garoppolo made some awful throws late in the game. Yeah. I swear, he threw, he threw at least, I counted at least four picks between his last possession and regulation and every throw he made in overtime. Yeah. And none of them were caught, which pissed me off. Yeah, they were right there, but though. they all should have been picked off. Yeah. So, I, I don't have any trust for him in the playoffs. No, I've been saying but, that. Yeah, but, um, yeah, they're, they're a cool regular season team. I hope and they don't make the playoffs and, like, waste a spot that someone else could have made the playoffs. I, I, think, I think it'll depend on who they match up with. Yeah. So, let's say they're in the NFC. They'll lose to all the elite quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, they could beat, let's say they play Carolina in the first round. I, I think they could beat Carolina. Yeah. I mean, they could beat any of, like, they if Dallas, if they're playing Dallas in the first round. They'll beat Dallas. That's a spanking. <laughs> in the 49ers' favor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so, I think, too. I think if they played uh, the Vikings. Yeah. I, I don't think it would be a spanking, but they'd beat them. I think I think the Packers would be a good game, um, but I th- I'd pick the Packers. They they're not going to beat the Saints. No, they're not going to beat the Seahawks again. I mean, not going to Saints, Seahawks, and Packers are the three. I don't think they have any chance of beating. Fair enough. Um. All right. Uh, any other football? Any other important games? Um, no, I mean. I had a good time watching the battle of the the, the New York teams. Mm. It was a, it was a fun game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't have much else to say. I mean, yeah, a lot of trash, but yeah. Bar- Barkley was easily the worst game I've seen from him. Yeah. Oh my God, he had like uh, I don't know. This is going back uh, last year, I think. Maybe the year before, Zeke had a game against the Broncos. Yeah. Where he looked like he was playing for the Broncos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this past Sunday, Barkley looked like he was in a Jets uniform. Right. And then Dude, he, they came he was, out. He Now he has an injury all of a sudden. I, I hate, mean, he, he had a shoulder problem during the game. Yeah. 
but dude, he was fucking up every which way. Blocking, he was he was gi- giving up sacks. He was uh, just not breaking any tackles, getting stuffed. Yeah, they they gotta they gotta sit guys out when it gets like that, man. They really for do. sure. They need, I, I, yeah. Dude, they're wasting his talent. Anybody with half a brain could see that New York is just wasting his talent. Of course, it it hurts. It hurts because yeah. running backs don't like they don't survive that long. I still don't know why we let go of Odell. I, I'm gonna die not knowing and not understanding Locker that situation. Problem. Huh? Locker room problem. It's easy. I know for who Eli. Now Eli's not even there. I think they got a we defensive player of some kind. I don't even remember his name. Uh, Landon Collins. They got rid of for no They're, reason, dude. And he was great. I'm not gonna lie. I was encouraged by some of the throws I saw from uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah, Danny Dimes. Yeah, but he's he's still a turnover mess. I, I got to give a shout-out to my boy, Trayvon Wesco. He got his first uh, 15-yard reception for the Jets. And he had to do it on the Giants. It's all good, though. I mean, it's all love. That's my man. Um, I don't want to talk anymore about the, any New York team, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shout-out to Trey, though. Uh, congratulations on your first catch. I'm I'm really upset at, at the NFL for putting my first uh, the one o'clock games that were on TV. Yeah, were the New York the New York battle. Yeah, and the freaking uh, Ravens annihilating the uh, Bengals. Mine was, like, was Are the you kidding me. Falcons working the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a shocker. Like I still can't understand how. And. I don't even. I don't know what the other one was. Um, oh, the Chiefs and Titans. So lucky. I wish I had got that game. Yeah. Uh, it was I, all right. <clears throat> I gotta say, the Raiders are playing really good football. They are. Uh, Finally, Gruden starts earning his money. Yeah, I, I really. I watched them Thursday. It was also a pretty good game. Yeah. I'll get into the Chargers in a second, but. Uh, the for the Raiders, man, a lot of playmakers. Yeah, uh, a lot of playmakers. I like the energy they play with. Their running back is is a beast. Yeah, he is. He's really starting to. He might be better than Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alabama boy too. <laughs> yeah, he's dude. He's qu- he he doesn't both. He's elusive and he runs through people. Yeah. Uh, at this point, if you can't do both, like you just it's a struggle. Right. Uh, but yeah, man, I, and Derek Carr is doing a good job of managing the games. I think his completion percentage is a little like inflated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he's doing a good job. Like he's making good reads. He looks comfortable, even like under pressure. Yeah. Uh, and and Gruden, Gruden's doing a great job, like you said. Go ahead, kill the Chargers. Philip Rivers retire now. Before the season's over? Ben- bench him, matter of fact. Phillip Rivers was getting MVP nods last year from idiots. but Yo, it's it's the same shit as Eli Manning. Like, come on. Dude, when pressure is in his face, he, lo- he looks clueless. Yeah, he does. He looks like a deer in headlights. Yeah. 
Dude, he had the audacity. So he threw a pick on the like the their final play, mm-hmm. which you know it happens. Every quarterback has done that. You know, you make a bad read or you make a bad throw. Dude, Rivers held on to the ball, even though he didn't really have anybody open. He closed his eyes and just threw it up. <laughs> I swear to God, they showed it on the replay. That's they his game. It. He's done that before. <laughs> That's his move. Me? Are you kidding me? Closing your eyes? You haven't seen them show that before? I don't think I have. I mean, maybe maybe a while back. It's on YouTube. Yeah. That's some that's some straight out of the Tim Tebow playbook. <laughs> Why Tim Tebow? He did that? No, I mean, I just imagine <laughs> Tim Tebow, like, prays when he makes, like, throws. Yeah, for sure. It's just like, dude, are you kidding? Closing your eyes? Yeah. You, can't, you can't try to throw it to somebody? Like, come on, man. That's literally giving up. That... He's trash. He's been <laughs> trash for so long. Last year, they acted like he was the man. Dude, these, these NFL teams, stop getting fooled. By your quarterbacks throwing for 300, 400 yards and blowouts. Look at Matt Ryan. That's why I said he's he's trash too. He's next year. Matt is gonna be just like Rivers. No matter how yeah, much they're numbers, gonna get good, but then lose because of him. Yeah, exactly. And Chargers got a lot of good players. They do. And Melvin going, Gordon played good going this weekend. To waste. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see um, uh, Todd Gurley say he's used to not getting the ball? <laughs> when they asked him how he felt about not getting the ball oh, at the end, man. in the fourth, he he didn't touch the ball in the fourth quarter or something. Uh, yeah. And they asked him, well, "How do you feel about it?" He's like, oh, "I'm used to it. It's easy." <laughs> I mean, he looks healthy for the first time in two years, and he doesn't get the ball. Yeah. In a one possession game. Yeah. Dog, if I said, you know, Tyler, I'm gonna put your life in Jared Goff's hands. <laughs> you'd be you'd be like, I'd yo, just, how could you do this to me? I'd just kill myself right then and there. No point waiting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, dude, are you I don't understand because the Rams have one of the, what I thought was one of the better coaches in the NFL. And he looks <laughs> <you> so <laughs> he looks so stubborn. Yeah. He looks like he's losing games his way, but you know what? My system works. Yeah. We're just gonna we're just gonna suck. We're gonna let Jared Goff throw away his career in the toilet, but it's not my system that needs adjusting. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jared Goff, we've talked about this. Jared Goff should not throw the ball more than 30 times. <laughs> I can make a case 30 is too many. I agree. He's throwing the ball 40, 50, 60 times. I could, if you had told me that before the game, I would be like, dude, why are you even dressing up? You're going to lose. <laughs> he threw 41 last, this last game. He was, I mean, he threw a couple picks. I just I don't understand how they're not adjusting like their play style. <laughs> <laughs> he does throw it a lot. That's why I'm laughing. And that when they had the most success, 
It was when they played through Todd Gurley. Uh, yeah, last when they year. they were at their peak. Yeah. I mean, at this point, if I don't know if they're trying to save him for the playoffs, but, I mean, you're not even going to the playoffs at this point. Right. It just it, it doesn't make any sense to me, man. I, that's just bad coaching. Yeah. And I never thought I'd say that about Sean McVay. Right. All right, moving on out of football. Unless you got you got anything else for football? No, hopefully, man, that Houston Baltimore game. I need that. Yeah. Please, NFL, make it East Coast, make it on TV. Yeah, I want that. I want that one too, for sure. That quarterback battle. Yeah. There's, you know, two of the best uh for like one of the first times and they said this on um on ESPN, the top five QBRs are all black quarterbacks. Yeah, and the only other MVP candidate is a white running back. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, to the league, the association. The NBA. Um, one of these days, we have to go ahead and acknowledge that Kyrie is the worst leader in the league. <laughs> we haven't acknowledged that yet. <laughs> we have. But, I mean, we as a nation, as a country, you know, all media needs to acknowledge that Kyrie is the worst leader in the NBA. I mean, think about it. He leaves Boston. They're 8-1. and one, And they're thriving. They lose, they lose their starting small forward. They're starting center, and they're starting point guard. And the point guard they get to replace him is four inches shorter than him. And <laughs> they're eight and one out the gates. And don't get if if that doesn't sell you, the Nets made the playoffs last year, and they're starting off four and five. They lose D'Angelo Russell, a first-time All Star for a former champion. Who's almost is he leading the league in scoring right now? Who's third in the league in scoring right now? He's he's been working his way up. Yeah, he's third right now. And they're four and five? They're tied for ninth. They're trash. I I gotta give the Celtics some credit. Uh they've been like in the past, they've used to play bums just to like fill out the rotation. Yeah. They're actually playing bums who are contributing. <laughs> and, and I don't, yeah. I mean, all of that reinforces what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I do think they've been playing just good basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> as far as Kyrie, man, he, he's – dude, him and James Harden are cut from the same cloth. Yeah. Where it's, it's style, but it's no substance. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, when has Kyrie ever, like, really led uh, a team with his play? <laughs> like, you watch, if you watch Kyrie, he gets buckets. And don't get me wrong, like, he really gets buckets. He does. And he's and one of the all-time great finishers. He, he probably has one of the best layup packages of all time. Yeah, he does. Uh but he never controls the game. No, he doesn't. And <clears throat> with James Harden, it's 
it's control of the game, but it's only when you're getting buckets. Yep. There's nothing else you could do. When you're not getting buckets, you're useless on the court. You want to hear another stat from the Nets and the Celtics? Oh, no. You know who uh, is last in the league in turnovers? Well, meaning they lead the league in the least amount of turnovers? Boston. Kemba Walker, Boston. Wow. Boston only averages 11 turnovers a game. (laughs) This is with Jalen Brown. (laughs) Make sure everyone knows. (laughs) 29th in the league in turnovers, meaning they have the second most turnovers, the Brooklyn Nets. With eighteen point three, the only person ahead, only team ahead of them is the 76ers with eighteen point eight by point five turnovers, half a turnover. Come on, I man! I mean, it's obvious. The Nets. <laughs> you leave a team and they have the best turnover rate in the league, and you go to the new team and they're second worst in the league. I mean, come on, man. They don't even dance anymore after threes. They don't even clap for each other. Kyrie just sucked all the energy out of the locker room. <laughs> just sucked it out. All of it. <laughs> they do look like they're like more like there's more pressure on the team. They all look stressed out, man. <laughs> all of them. It was it hurt me to watch them uh, like a, a week or two ago, but they had they had like Spencer Dinwiddie trying to close the game. Yeah. And Kyrie was just out there, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, Kyrie, you're terrible. Yeah. Because they were playing good basketball with Spencer Dinwiddie leading the charge. If you think about it, Boston really only lost in the offseason. That's it. I mean, you get cancer for Horford and Baines, that's not a replacement. No, dude, they played bombs. at. They played Tice like he's a – like a real rotation big man. <laughs> they play Tice like he's Chris Burban Anderson. And he's yeah, trash. It, he's awful. It, yeah, I mean, and then, I mean, they, they lost Baines, lost Horford, lost uh, Kyrie. Who else? Oh, Morris. they lost their backup point guard who's starting on another team. They lost their, um, oh, yeah, and Morris. They're starting small forward who is, like, putting up 30-point games in New York. Look at how much they've lost. And they're the best team in the East. <laughs> really, all you needed to lose was Kyrie. Imagine if they only lost Kyrie and they got oh Kimba God. and still had the rest of the team. Oh, my God. They, I mean, I can't say they'd be better because they only lost one game. I mean, <sighs> come on, man. Kyrie... You got to get it together, man. I can't wait to see what they look like with Durant back. Imagine if Kimba went to Brooklyn. His hometown? (laughs) With that team, Brooklyn would not have lost a game this year if Kimba was in Kyrie's position. Zero. Zero. Am I wrong? No, you're not. (laughs) Everything you've been saying is factual. And what I've been saying for a while... Okay, Kyrie has the best handles in the league. Like, if you were, if I had to pick anyone to be on the Harlem Globetrotters, it'd be Kyrie. Clearly, right? Anyone with eyes can see that. But I think Kimba has the mo the best, like, efficient handles in the league. In that, like, Kimba's handles 
are fire, but he always gets a good shot off with his handles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if Kendall's gonna if Kimba's gonna break you down, make you fall and do all that, like he's gonna get a wide open shot. Kyrie does all his handles and still takes like a level nine on degree exactly of difficulty like shot. Exactly like James Harden. Yeah, he James does. James Harden dances with the shit just to take a contested three pointer. Yeah, I mean, and Kyrie's sometimes his are even worse. He like sometimes he still has to fall on the ground on the layup after. He made three guys fall and two run into each other, and he still gets a shot blocked at the end of the play, which is crazy. But Kimba's handles, to me, are the most efficient in that Kimba makes a move, the step back, somebody falls, and Kimba's wide open and is an easy bucket. He uses handles to get easy buckets, not for flash. Um, but anyway, I that's not really on the docket to bash, bash Kyrie and up Kemba, but a lot of people have been talking yeah, it's, about it's Boston. Early. Yeah, it's, it's early. Uh, Brooklyn can turn it around. Oh, of course, but will they? Probably not, but they could. And you know, Boston is losing Hayward for a month. Don't know what's going to happen there, or who's going to step up. Or yeah, he was playing well. Yeah, and their rotation is minimal. You know, is not very big to lose someone like him. How well he was playing. Um, but they get the athleticism with playing Brown more. This is this is Brown's month. If even if he's not playing well, if he's out there and Boston's continuing to play well, and he's a key piece of that, yeah, I might I might change my opinion on that on him. <laughs> I don't think anyone is more critical of him than you are, which is fine. I'm That's cool fine. with it. I I'm completely agreed with that. Yeah, um, Boston is is really good, man. They got guys who can. I think with losing Kyrie as well, and this is not really Kyrie's fault. It's just how he plays. I think they have more guys who are capable of getting big games now because there's more shots for everybody. You know, Kyrie took like thirty shots yeah. a game, and it, there, Carson Edwards also has done a good job, even though he hasn't played well. Like the threat of him being out there has has been like a factor. Yeah, yeah, and he like he's drawing attention well beyond the line. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and he's not really getting a lot of clean shots off, which is like you said, it's cool because he's opening it up for other people. Yeah, Smart's been playing really good. Um, they look good, man. They they look really good. I I don't think they're gonna be. It's gonna be tough for them in the playoffs. Because the size in the East, I think, you know, I think a lot of the best centers are in the East right now. Um, I feel bad because, like, Cantor is not going to be able to play in the playoffs. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's hard to watch him. So, like, they just go at him immediately. Yeah, he's going to have a rough time in the playoffs for sure. I mean, you, you got the um, – Embiid and Horford, obviously. Uh, Gasol and Siakam. I mean, Siakam's not a big man, but he plays the four. Um, even to the lesser degree, you got Miles Turner, Jared Allen. You know, Cantor can't do anything with those guys. DeAndre comes off the bench. I don't, I don't even know who comes off the bench as center for Boston. Yabusele or whatever. Who? Robert Williams, I want to say. Oh yeah, yeah, from A and M. 
Yeah, nah. He's not going to cut it. <laughs> yeah, nah. He's athletic, really athletic, but. Yo, you owe you owe it, the Indiana Pacers roster an apology. Because you, you trashed them when I brought them up the first week of the season. I still think the roster's trash. Brogdon is playing amazing. I owe Brogdon an apology for sure. Their record is not trash, though. It's not. Seven and four. Yeah, they're they're doing well. They've been well coached for so long. And I don't think Nate McMillan is a good coach, but he's coaching well now. I'll say that. In in Portland, I didn't think he was. Portland, I think he needed some work. But you know, sometimes. It's the right team for the coach, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think this is one of those teams you got a, like a band of bandits out there. Just, yeah, misfits <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I, they're getting it done. I saw McDermott in some of the highlights the other night. <laughs> Dude, they had T.J. McConnell led them in scoring like like a couple of games ago. I was like, yo, what is going on in Indiana? That's not gonna work. And the Sabonis Sabonis is leading them in points and rebounds. Yeah. Brogdon's twenty ten guy apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me, dude? Milwaukee let Brogdon go to keep Eric Bledsoe. Is that true? I, just, <laughs> I mean not like not like player for player. Yeah, I get what you mean though. But they got Wes Matthews. Okay. That's, mess, that's nice. Mess Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley Matthews is an enigma. That's what he is. They got Wes Matthews, Kyle Corver, and uh, Robin Lopez for Brogdon, basically. Because no one else left, right? Yeah. But they only T- ever TJ played. Warren has also been playing well for them. Yeah, yes, yeah. I knew, I knew he needed a chance to shine. TJ Warren? Warren has been a bucket from the moment I saw him. He's been working. Yeah, he worked in Phoenix. Did, Phoenix was just, just trash. Bad. Yeah. yeah. PJ right. Tucker was leading them in scoring when TJ Warren was working. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine PJ Tucker leading the team in scoring anymore. I know he's like older now and like this is kind of his decline. But I can't imagine him in Dude, Phoenix. Dude, he's, he's low-key in his peak with his decline. I know, yeah. Because he's, like, found the exact role. Like, he's he's a player that's so highly regarded in the NBA now. Yeah, now he's valuable because he definitely wasn't when he was on Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I could trust him to make an open shot. Like, I, didn't, I, didn't, I never trusted him in Phoenix. No, yeah. I don't care how many he hit. I was like, nah, it's not, that's not it. Right. But watching him in Houston, he has proved himself. Yeah, yes. But we're getting off topic, man. Indiana's played good basketball. I don't know if it's sustainable. And I don't know how Oladipo's gonna affect that. Uh but he could he could make them a real good team. Yeah, like you said, I don't know how he's gonna affect it. I don't know what he does to the shots. Cause there's no way Brogdon's getting twenty five with Oladipo on the court. There's no way. I don't know, dude. I didn't. I didn't think Brogdon could go off with Greek Freak on the court, but he did. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he's one of those guys. I think people leave because they don't think he's yeah, gonna go off. I, I do agree with that. And then he just takes the opportunities to get off. Yeah, he he looks like he's trash, 
So it's just, I don't know if it's like a second nature thing, but just the way he dribbles, I'm like, dude, he's not good at basketball. He's not. And then he's scoring <laughs> it all of a sudden. Yeah. I, he's OD strong. He kind of reminds me. <laughs> he kind of reminds me of Aaron Aflalo. <laughs> and I don't think they're good, but, you know, if you're really not playing defense, they can go off for any team. Yeah. Yeah. In that, I don't think they play the same, but yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, they don't play the same now because Aaron yeah. he takes way more jump shots than Brogdon right. should ever take. But and Brogdon will hit him though. Yeah, he will. He will. That's, he, that's he what I mean. And I don't think Aflalo should have been taking as many because as soon as he left Orlando, oh yeah, he <laughs> his career fell apart. Yeah, because he was he had the green light down there. Um, I'm glad he's I'm I'm glad Brogdon's doing well though. Um, Indiana, they, they look good, but I, I, I don't see it, man. I don't see it working that long. Maybe. We'll see. That's a team I got to see some more because they are kind of teetering in the, um, you know, their record. Yeah. Um, Who have you gotten to see that you we haven't talked about already? Anybody? Uh, That we haven't talked about? Mm-hmm. I got a chance to look at Chicago. <laughs> Pretty messy. Yeah. Who's their coach? Uh, I don't remember. Let's see. Wow, I even have them listed. Um. Yeah, Chicago. I don't like. I don't like how they look. <laughs> they look. Uh, they just don't look like a good fit. And it's not its not that the players aren't a good fit. I just think they're not playing well together. Right. Like, there's it, there's this weird... Uh, Markkanen has, like, no role on the court. And so he ends up, like, all his shots are, like, difficult Porzingis jumpers. Yeah. They are kind of using him like Porzingis. Yeah, and he's not like he's not he shouldn't be limited to that. Right. And the and just Levine is just out there ball hogging, taking bad, like tough mid range shots. Yeah, and Levine is playing like he shouldn't be playing. Oh, Jim Boylan. Yeah, nah. He's not it. He's not working. <laughs> and and it just it's it's messy. Their point guard situation's weird. Uh, Sadoransky is 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 very limited. <laughs> oh, now you say that since no, he... but like <laughs> he's limited. He's limited, but he he's kind of running their offense. Yeah, and you don't really once he kind of gets your offense going, he's just kind of hiding. Yeah, you don't really let him create like that. And then uh, Kobe White just comes in there, takes terrible shots. Yep. Like who's encouraging this? Right. And and he's he looks good, like even though he's not really shooting the ball well. Uh but yeah, man, it's just messy over there. It is. I don't know how they get back on track. But I don't see yeah, it happening I mean, anytime soon. You know, the lottery. A lot of them. <laughs> I mean, they're I don't know. They need to do better drafting. Because although I like Kobe White and he is, I mean he's 
shown himself to be, you know, he a decent make pro. Doesn't sense on this team. No, he doesn't. Exactly. He just went with whoever was best. Which I, I thought they would play him over Sadoransky, but they have not done that. Right. And Kobe's Which, not like undersized either. I mean, he's a decent right. size. But yeah, it's, it's it's strange. They have so many point guards on the team. It's just ridiculous. Kobe White you know, Levine goes back and forth. Sadaransky goes back and forth. Chris Dunn goes back and forth. Ryan Archidiakono is still there for some reason. Um, I think they have one more. And then none of the the forwards are just a bunch of randoms. They just throw some throw guys out there to play forward. Uh, Chandler Hutchinson, they play a lot. They like him for some reason. Yeah, they played a couple guys I have never seen them before in my life. Yeah, man. And I don't think in a couple months I won't ever see them again. You know, it's it's really unfortunate how you can get in the league, how age plays such a part in the, um, you know, recruitment now. Yeah. I guess it always did, but it's it's really sad now. Like, Joakim Noah's not on the team at all. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't think Joakim is like a – starting it's not, center it's not about whether he could still play or not i think noah is a good presence to have on the team yes i mean I think he pushes guys to be more competitive yeah i mean you got boston has no backup center i don't care who i don't care daniel tice no they have yeah. no backup center right. i mean you can't tell me joe kim noah can't play on the celtics you can't tell I don't me know. what's the problem. He's not competitive off the bench. And then the weird thing is, like, there's these guys who are just kind of old who are willing to like be on the bench for and like do nothing. Like DeAndre Jordan, why is he doing that? Why is he on the Nets just to hang out with Durant? Come on, man. I, I honestly think so. Yeah. Come on, man. Are you serious? I mean, he could stay in New York and. Drove 20 minutes to hang with Durant every day. I mean, and he'd be the man. Well, they were kind of they were kind of pushing him out because Mitch Robinson was kind of eating. But then Mitch Robinson got hurt, and now, you know, now look, DeAndre, it was your time to shine. <laughs> and Jared Allen is, you know, playing like a beast. Yeah. Um, so... I always look at that, and it is unfortunate. It's kind of crazy that Carmelo is just never coming back, which is fine because Carmelo has other things, his attitude and all that. But are you serious? There's no team in the league that would pay Carmelo a little bit of change to to play for nothing. Even teams, even if Carmelo plays like garbage, he's bringing fans to the game. You can't tell me that if Carmelo got on uh, um, Orlando – that someone would say, oh, they got Carmelo now? I got to go see Carmelo play. You can't tell me no one's doing that. Someone is going to the game just to see Carmelo play if you have him. Even if he's trash. Uh, someone else I saw that is still unsigned. Uh, I don't really I don't really understand what it is. Because then you do have these guys, Shaquille Harrison and Daniel Gafford, who's on the Bulls just taking a roster spot, doing nothing. It's bizarre to me how you can pay them some money and Joe Kim is at home watching. 
And then you got Gerald Green, who was a success story at that, who came, who was at home playing one on one with his uh, pet golden retriever, and then they pick him up and he plays like a superstar. Those first couple of games, he was on fire, on fire. <laughs> I mean, Monte Ellis is still waiting. Monte is still at home. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? They act like Monte Ellis wasn't killing all these guys. Monte Ellis would give KCP buckets. <laughs> ISO. Break the triangle. ISO. For sure. Yeah, come on, man. It's it's weird. And I know Monte Ellis is another dude who's had his own his battles with his attitude, but okay, ten day contract. Let him go. I mean, it's not that hard, right? Yeah, man, I, I honestly, I don't know. Sometimes it doesn't even seem like they're trying to win. So frustrating. It, it's, it's really, really, really weird. <laughs> let me see. Let me see if there's someone else out here. Because I, I know I was, um, I saw someone else. I was like, ah, oh, he's still free agent too? Um, It's not this serious, but where's Jamal Crawford? I don't know, running the Seattle leagues. See? <laughs> so disrespectful. Kenneth Fareed is still a free agent. And last year he came and had a resurgence, and then they just randomly just stopped playing him out of nowhere. Remember that? Yeah. I think he, like, twisted his ankle and never played again. <laughs> but he was playing great. Those, like, three games he played where he got a lot of minutes. Then they're like, oh, you know what? Harden just wants to keep taking shots. He don't want to pass it to you anymore. So he sat him. I th- I think it's crazy he's not playing. And the Knicks have 40 power forwards, and none of them are Kenneth Fareed. He's better than Taj Gibson. Come on, man. Knicks. Uh, Knicks got a power forward to give out to every team that's missing one. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I mean, name, name a team that's missing a power forward. You get to pick. You got Julius Randle, who's a bucket. You got Morris, who's a bucket. Listen, Tosh man. Gibson's a quality role player. The Knicks should just call everyone and say, look, you have any four players on our team. Just We just want an all-star. I don't care if it's trash. I'll, I don't care if he's hurt. I don't care. It doesn't matter. We just need an all-star on the team because, look, Anything's better than what we're doing right now. We're still going to be losing. At least bring people to the games. Who wants to go to a Knicks game, man? Not a soul. You think Greg- they're talking about... Dude, did you see the, the trash about, like, we're not happy with where we are? Of course. <laughs> it's fit, like fit, There's rumors that Fizdale's about to get fired. Yeah. Well, so So clueless. It makes me sick. Like, are you really lacking self-awareness that much? Oh, we're going to fire the coach. That's going to fix what we've had going on. Yeah. Okay. Y'all can resurrect some of the greatest coaches of all time and bring them back to life. They're not saving this mess. Oh, J.R. Smith is still at home doing nothing. (laughs) Iman Shumpert can't make a team? Come on, man. Are you kidding me? Iman Shumpert can't make a team? Detroit, Detroit. Y'all don't need a small forward? 
or a shooting guard. Y'all telling me that y'all go with Luke Kennard running the offense every night? And Bruce Brown. He's trash. I mean. Port- Portland. Portland. Y'all good with the roster y'all got right now? Who's Portland's backup two guard? Rodney and Hood. He's starting, right? And for Simons. Come on, man. He's been playing well, but every for every shot, every good shot he takes, he takes a really bad one. Yeah, he's a gunner. And it's, I mean, wild ones, too. Like, he, he, as soon as it hits his fingers, it goes up in the air. His shot's so fast. He's like, a gunner, yeah. Come on, man. JR would work on Portland. <laughs> I mean, who who's on the Thunder? Who comes off the bench for the Thunder? I know Diallo's been dunking on everybody, but who else do they have? Does Ferguson's bum ass still start? I think so. No, he can't. He... Yeah, no, well. Who starts with the three? Gallinari. Gallinari, by the way, is a hot trade commodity from what I was seeing. Everybody on the Thunder except Shea Gilders Alexander is a hot trade commodity. They still think CP is going to Miami. That would be kind of fire. Miami's good now with Kendrick Nunn. I'm asleep. <laughs> Kendrick Nunn is going to get exposed in the playoffs. <laughs> Wait till he has to play Kyrie four games. That'll be Kyrie's best playoff series of his life. He'll <laughs> still probably average seven turnovers a game. Don't sleep. They're coming to help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's weird, man. I, I don't understand how Shumpert, Jr., Joe Kim. Uh, who else did I say? Uh, it doesn't matter. I don't know how they're not on teams and Theo Pinson is on on a team. <laughs> Had to throw the cheeky North Carolina guy under the bus. Devin Harris is is at home. I get it. He's like forty five. <laughs> Jerrion Grant isn't on a team. Oh, and Fareed. That's who else. Yeah. Wild Dang retired. Uh huh. Calderon's not on the team. All right. Corey Brewer can't make a team. <laughs> No, he might not need to make a team, but it's it's just weird. There's a lot of guys, man, sitting out, and these bums are out here getting heavy minutes. Tony Snell still plays? Why? He starts. Why? JR would give Tony Snell buckets. Tony Snell's no better than Shumper. To me, it's the same thing. Some A streaky shooter who plays, who's long and tries to play good defense and really doesn't. Same thing Shumpert does. Exactly. At least Shumpert Shumpert plays good defense sometimes. Shumpert will get you a highlight every now and then, too. Yeah. For sure. And JR, man, that really blows my mind that JR can't get a job. Iguodala still isn't playing. I mean, he's on the Grizzlies, but no one wants to trade for him. And he just won a ring. You're, you know... He's a year away from a ring. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't have any other like major NBA takes. Do you? Uh, yo, we we complained about it for. I mean, honestly, I could complain about load management for a whole episode by itself. Oh yeah, me too. 
but if you're going to f- take games off, you, you can't be coming out here giving me 11 points, 12 points on two of 20 shooting and nine turnovers. <laughs> Kawhi. And squeaking by the Raptors, who didn't have their, probably their two best defenders. And um, they didn't have Lowry or Ibaka, right? Yeah. Come on, man. How you, Why? What's up? How you not get 11 points with Ibaka not in the paint? I'm going straight to the basket. Dude, they were they were like trapping him. I saw. And I'm like I'm like, dude. Him trying to hook people all, up, and it was just crazy passes. Yeah. Why are you? Why do you keep trying to step through like double teams? <laughs> I know you're long as shit. He thinks he's Jordan, like um, Doc <laughs> told him. Dude, every time he like palms the ball, it takes gigantic steps to try to go through somebody and he looks crazy and then he <laughs> jumps up in the air and turns it over i'm like why well, how you you load managing but you look tired yeah yeah man that's that's really that's that makes me sick man it's i'm laughing <laughs> but it's really not funny load management is if this shit set, if and I'm assuming it's gonna set a disgusting trend. I mean, I hate it. I'm telling you, it lo- if you participate in load management, you should be disqualified from all awards, all of them. If you like, if you purposely skip ten games, oh, you're out of here. Because the other all stars Honestly- didn't. Honestly, if you're if you're healthy, you play. That's your job. You don't get to you don't get to dude, take practices off. Right. Like, bro, you get paid to play. Like like my guy, take care of your body, play less minutes, take practices off. You probably don't practice anyway. Right. This makes me sick, man. That like you can't take your job and use it as like oh i need rest like dude that's not fair right you know on top of that you duck in the top matchups for sure don't even have the audacity to take a day off against the easy wins no that's when he gets off the average that's what really makes it that's what makes like the casual fan hate it so much and but the and his fans don't even notice that's the part i don't understand of all games you skip, you skip Greek Freaks so you can go dominate Rodney Hood? Come on, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah, bro. I'm never going to – he's never going to uh, be on that, like, LeBron, Kobe, Jordan, never. No. I, I don't care how successful he is. If he continues to do this, this will be, hit like, the legacy he lives leaves behind. He's not even going to be on the guys who are just, like, in his caliber right now to me doing that. It's crazy. And and, and the thing is, it makes you appreciate the guys like Anthony Davis, even though Anthony Davis is a jerk. Him playing, you know, he play, he'll play hurt or whatever. He doesn't like to miss a lot of games, even though last year he sat out to get traded. That's his own thing. But the Blake Griffins, who are, like, breaking down mid-game, Come on, yeah. and you got Kawhi at home eating Cheetos during his game, and you know they got almost 
the team had to help carry Blake off the court last year. Come on, man. Kawhi. Whatever, man. He's cheating the system. And Absolutely. And they got fined, which was like nothing, man. To me, to me, if they catch someone doing the fake load management, they should instantly get um, disqualified from all awards. No All Star, no All NBA. His name I don't not think even on the ever ballot. Do that, but I like that idea. Yeah, I mean, because honestly, why are you lying about playing? You're just missing work. It's your job. Just skip your job. You can't skip your job and get Employee of the Month. So you shouldn't be able to skip your job and be an all-star. That's fair. But They really got to add drastic consequences, man. These fines, they're not doing shit. I know. He, he makes $35 million a year. What are you you going to fine him 50 grand? That's nothing. <laughs> that's a slap on the wrist. He probably that's a parking... Bro, that's a parking ticket for him. He spends more at the at a um, clothing store. Right. Fifty grand? Come on, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, he he bought a girl a purse more than that yesterday. I hate that he's like, like he's being perceived as the face of the league, which is hate- a, a terrible face to look at in the league. So bad. Yeah, man. That's it's crazy. I don't know any. I don't know many like Kawhi uh, mega fans, but if they're seeing what I see, and I don't know how they see what I see, and still think it's all right. I started. Uh, I started coaching a new basketball team, a JV team, and I asked my first day of practice. I asked every player. I got fourteen guys who their favorite player was in the NBA. Uh huh. Not one of them even considered Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the awesome Kawhi. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, man. Hell, not, dude. I'm. I swear. When I said who's your favorite NBA player, they forgot Kawhi Leonard existed. Probably because they were watching TV the night before and he wasn't playing. He was <laughs> load managing. <laughs> yeah, they didn't see him play the night before. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, and the thing is, another reason why they should disqualify them from all the awards in the All-Star game, because, listen, if you don't want to play for your own fans, why do I want you to play in the All-Star game? Oh, man. You know? No, I completely agree with you. you. I hate that. Like, it's so frustrating because I'm listening. Like, your idea is really good. Yeah. But they're never going to I feel like they're never going to do that. <laughs> of course not. They're not. And, and I know. Me, I hate it cuz I really do think your solution actually solves it. Yeah, cuz you know good and well they can be out there playing after that cuz that's their bonus Cause they, too. Yeah, they miss bonuses not making those teams. Yeah. So you know they're going to be sick. I'm <laughs> I I can already picture LeBron just standing there like, "Yo, what what are you doing?" like that is completely disrespectful to the players. <laughs> LeBron and Rich Fall going to lead the uh, revolt against that rule? Yeah. Of course. Now, nah, LeBron, I give LeBron a little love, though. He's been cool. He hasn't, you know, gotten to that point yet. No. LeBron, I don't – as much of a low opinion as I have on LeBron and I mention yeah. on here so much, I don't think LeBron would do that. 
And he looked trash as hell against Toronto the other day. Yeah, he'll go out and play like garbage before he... <laughs> I, I gotta respect that. Yeah, before he just sits out just to be a jerk. Just to, you know, stay at home with his with Bronny. Go to Brona Bronny's games. Nah. All right. <laughs> He'd rather stay and have 10 turnovers and whatever. Have a 9 point or 10, 11 point triple double, whatever he had last week. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Do you think, LeBron? I respect it. Um. Anyway, uh, oh, the time has happened. First injury for the Lakers, as oh no, I called but did not uh, you know, did not wish upon Anthony Davis's shoulder is jacked. Um, said he might need surgery. Oh no. Yeah, you didn't hear? What happened? I was they were just showing the highlights on NBA TV. What happened to him? They said it's a nagging it's a nagging shoulder injury that comes and goes and that, you know, surgery might be the only way to repair it. Uh But I mean, he could still he can still play right now, but thing is if it comes uh, you know, if it comes back to get it to never come back, he might need surgery. That's the thing. He said, it's never a play. I don't feel it. So. Yeah, man. Shoulders are tough. Yeah. That's, I mean. He said he plans to keep playing through the pain, but, you know, one wrong move and it's, his season's over. If it's like that. If it's how he's describing it. You know? Yeah. Which is tough. It's tough. Trying to think, I mean, it, that's gonna make it tough for them, man, because they play a lot through him. Yeah, they kind of iso him. They almost iso him more than they do LeBron. Right. Uh, but <clears throat> we'll see. I mean, you know, maybe LeBron will get a chance to carry. We'll see how that looks. Yeah, we will see. I think. I mean, LeBron can carry them. I don't think. I don't think that's going to be a problem. I don't think he wants to, though, which is his own thing, you know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, we'll wait and see how this plays out. I don't want to rush to judgment. Yeah. If he ends up missing time, then we'll react, you know, according to how much time he misses. Yep. Uh, Injuries. uh, Milwaukee lost Middleton for a while, right? Listen, man. Well, the answer is yes. I know you yes. don't think highly of Middleton, but the answer is yes. But Middleton has been complete garbage this year. He has garbage, and last year, I mean, you know, his whole baby Durant thing was not is not as successful as it was last year, and he got his money. But I think he's out of there when he comes back. I think he's gone. Trade bait, honestly. After the season, maybe. Maybe not before the season's over, but after the season, it's just tough. It's tough for Milwaukee because even though I, you're completely right, Middleton was awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you're asking more of Bledsoe and and Wesley Matthews, which is never a good thing. I don't care how bad Middleton has been playing; uh, he hasn't been playing Bledsoe bad. No, he hasn't. 
And that's why I think he's going to get traded. <laughs> because I think um, he's at the point where he's good, but, you know, he's good enough for somebody else to take him from them and then move on from him. The way he's, the way he's playing, man, it's ugly. And they could get something for him so they can prevent themselves from having to rely on West Matthews, messy Matthews to, uh, you know, get off. I haven't seen West Matthews have a good game since he left Portland, honestly. Honestly, Wesley Matthews is cut from the same cloth as KCP. Oh, yeah. Where where some days they just don't know how to play basketball. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I don't, JR has a little bit of that in him. I mean, there's some other guys, but... JR has... He's has less because JR can, like, do... Like, JR can dunk on people and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if Wes Matthews isn't taking a three, I don't want him on the court at all. And he takes... Every time he shoots, he looks like he's rushing it. Yeah, he does. I'm like, why do you look like you're out of control at an open jump shot? <laughs> yeah. KCP looks the same way. Why does he look so jittery all the time? I don't know. He He's does, scrubs, though. Scrubs, bro. Straight scrubs out here. Yeah. All right, we're way way over time with um, yeah. sports. Oh, real quick, though, I do have to say, uh, Coach Calipari strikes again. Evansville, baby. <laughs> I saw. <laughs> he strikes again. L already. <laughs> Yo, they have they had a great picture on ESPN of him like with his hands over his head. Yeah. Oh man, I mean, I didn't see the game, but I'm not surprised. I watched a little bit of it. His starters, <laughs> only one of his starters had double digits, and they're all McDonald's All Americans. <laughs> Come on, man. Calipari Perry is not a good coach. Anyone who thinks yeah. he's a good coach is crazy. He should just take a job as a scout, as a uh, recruiter. He'd be flawless. That's his game. Absolutely. That's his game. Whatever he's doing now, losing to Evansville. I've never seen Evansville win a game. Not that I... Never, never. I've never heard of Evansville. No disrespect to them. Like, you know, I'm sure they win some games, but not top top 25 game? Come on, man. Calipari, man. It's not even a TV game. <laughs> it's on like the SEC network because it's one of those gimmies. Yeah, it's on like it's ESPN one of those 3. that you're supposed to blow out by 30 and you, or you're supposed to blow out by 70. Yeah. And you lose. Yep. <laughs> After beating what probably the one of the better teams in the country. Yeah. That's how you know your coach is not good because you know that means you have the talent to beat anyone, but your coaching is not good, so you could also lose to anyone. Yep. Yeah. All right. Speaking of things, real quick, things we've been watching. Uh, last thing before we move on, mm-hmm. I-, I like what I saw from the Cavs today, man. I, I got a glimpse of them against uh, Phil- Philly. Did they beat Philly? No, they didn't. Oh, okay. But I, I like how competitive they are. They are competitive. They're, they're very. They're super trash roster wise. They're the worst roster apparent. in the league. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I think you're right. <laughs> who 
Who are you thinking was close? Maybe New York. Oh, nah. Bobby Portis yeah, would be the star it's a, on. It's a toss up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but they got Tristan Thompson is hooping. Yeah. They they got confident. Everybody's confident. Uh, uh, the coach is doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Bayline. Yeah, he is. Um, the one thing, even though I don't like Colin Sexton, um, he brings fire. He's going to play hard the whole game, yeah. nonstop. You know, he's kind of like um, a Patrick Beverly on steroids. <laughs> he's like Westbrook mixes Patrick Beverly. <laughs> he's a little more talented offensively, though. Yeah, he is. That's what I'm saying. He's I, he's like Westbrook offensively with Patrick Beverly's mentality. Not that he's as good as either of them, but I'm saying that's the kind of game he plays uh, yeah. nonstop, 100 miles an hour. Um. Which is, you know, is definitely beneficial to a team. Um, yeah, I, I saw, I've seen a little bit of their uh, highlights, and they look pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, love, love is not gonna win you a bunch of games by himself. No, we've at seen this point. We've seen what that looks like. Yeah. So, but uh, I like how competitive they are, man. I, I enjoy the fact that when trash teams can be competitive. Yeah. I respect it. How many games until you apologize to Andrew Wiggins? Uh, half the season, forty-one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's been balling. Hey, he's been balling. I'll say that he has. Yeah, he's 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 eating right now. I don't know Minnesota, what got into him. Minnesota, you're on the cusp. You are on the cusp of being a good basketball team. Get rid of Jeff Teague now. <laughs> Do, Jeff do it Teague. now. Uh, I feel you. Let him go, please. No, I'm. With, I get it. Yeah, I agree. Someone who just who dogged them. The Canard did Canard give Jeff Teague buckets? Yeah, yeah. That was the game. Canard had forty. <laughs> oh man, Canard, my man. Hey, Canard's in the most improved conversation. So far, yeah. I mean, he's he's averaging like he's got to be close to twenty. He <laughs> he's up there, yeah. He's getting I'm a lot of dude, points. He, he's led them in scoring like the last week in a row. It seems like. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Detroit, please get a wing, please. I know the rest of the team is good. Canard is a great six man option. Yeah. He can't start. Get Snell out of there. <laughs> Get Kennard out of the starting lineup. Trade Bruce Brown. Trade everyone on the bench. The bench is trash. Other than Rose. These teams, I feel like, are so close. Rose and Kennard are a great sixth and seventh man, in my opinion. The way Rose has been playing. Rose is, like, up there and scoring for them. Yeah. And then the rest of the team, Christian Wood and Bruce Brown. Come on, man. Now Blake is back. He came out the gates with, like, 19... Eight and five is great. I mean, for your first game back, yeah, they they got some work to do too. But yeah, forty-one games until I'll reassess what uh, Wiggins is doing. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Um, I'm gonna play your gym. Uh, you wanna introduce it? Uh, no, just a good track from earlier in the year. From a great from album. A great album. Yeah. All right. This is a uh, Beast Coast Last Choir. 
You can turn time, bless me, all the bless me. Front of your eye, test me, God to test me. We gon' make it our destiny. This my destiny, this my birthright. Patience, it take patience. Can't turn time, bless me, all the bless me. Front of your eye, test me, God to test me. We gon' make it our. I'm one in the race. That's probably why it feel like I'm running away. I'm stuck in the game, one foot on their neck, one foot in the grave. I'm traveling Bay, I'm fifth world tour, I'll be back in May. You gotta play your part. A great feeling this day, blessed to be in this game, plus the money is great. So I write the song. They ask what it takes. Pay attention to pay for people's mistakes. And I never went to college, I gotta keep up the pace. Even though this life expensive, you gotta save it to taste and age. It's never time to place closed mouths don't get fed you gotta speak with some bass and a little food for thought you gotta finish your plate when it's too much weight you gotta take a little break when you know you got sauce you gotta raise up your rate yeah and that's not a debate nah and it's never too late nah stop second guessing and put yourself in my place lord knows i got time to kill when they see these steps i went lv on the loafers because i was penny less with the sentence, move up like I'm your tenant And it's such an awkward time, it's hard to get shine without the gimmicks Diffusion of the culture on the holster One shot can hold me over, now I'm right back to Magnolia California, the opus, New York, that's where the home is Knock me right out of college, the music has been my calling I heard it's been the strongest, too many offices, phonies Money can't hurt your pride, inside your heart is enormous With the spirit of Marvin, now some is something evolving Rise up and make a change, if you hesitate, you a target Yeah, I'm running away why I'd always feel like I'm running in place You gotta write those songs I'm stuck in my ways Going through it as of late It's been one of them days And still life goes on I'm cut to the chase I know that I'm blessed I shouldn't complain You gotta play your part Work till I'm paid And find an escape To fly me away So I write these songs To the sky fall Go hard up in the pain on nil And train your skill Replace the word can't with will My pain was healed I focus on the things that's real Ain't no sitting waiting hoping grip that They full of hatred, niggas be up just praying you feel I forgave them, they ain't learning, they lesson no well You in danger, mystical, trying to shorten my meals No remainder, mystery, how you just disappear In the printed morning, like I'm here Got shooters on my bodyguard, cause I don't trust nobody To think this all started, from thoughts inside my organ But creativity, easy when it's talking In the printed morning, like I'm here Got shooters on my bodyguard, cause I don't trust nobody To think this all started Where are we starting? Uh, let's start with Jacques. Okay. 
King R and B. Yeah. The king. <laughs> Is he? I, I wasn't aware. <laughs> uh, what'd you think? Uh, I, I enjoyed it, man. I had a lot of fun listening to it. Yeah. Uh, it's a little long. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of good tracks, man. I, I was, I was impressed with the production. I, I really thought the beats were creative. Yeah. I had a lot of fun listening to the the some of the songs, on even on repeat. Yeah. Uh, and he and he does a good job. He doesn't. He doesn't like set himself apart as the king of R and B. No, of course not. Uh, which which kind of frustrates me, but I like the confidence. Well, I, I'll say this: um, at what he does, which is the R and B, maybe of like the mid two thousands, mid two thousands, maybe late late nineties, like the bridge between the nineties to the two thousands. What he does there, he probably is the king of that, of that specific thing. The genuine kind of era, maybe a little, you know, pretty Ricky era. He was, I mean, this is a good album, man. It's a good album. Um, I don't think anyone does what Jacquees does better than he does it, if that makes sense. But that doesn't make him the king of R&B by any means. Um, I also enjoyed the production. I enjoyed his... Uh, uh, creativity with the melodies um, it seemed like you know before not necessarily all his last album but he's had trouble like having very similar melodies before you know yeah um, but this no song sounds the same uh, he he it was just a good album man I don't know how else to say it. I think the features were pretty good even though I don't like all the features I, yeah, I thought some of the features are trash. Yeah, for sure. Um, but he, the ones that weren't trash, he did a good job fitting them into the songs. Um, but he's—I think he's one of those guys who doesn't need a lot of features because of how he uh, how he makes his songs. But yeah, a lot of the features here were unnecessary. Yeah, especially the ones that are like no names. The I mean, the no names. Uh, some most of those songs sounded good though. They did. The songs were good. Yeah. My my thing is, why are you working with T.I.? T.I. has no business being on anyone's intro except for his own. <laughs> R&B song? T.I.? A washed T.I., I might add? <laughs> He's washed? Absolutely. All right. I've never been more confident in that in my entire <laughs> life. Uh-huh. And you know, I, I know you know how I feel about Future. I know you know how I feel about future. Right. <laughs> you shouldn't be on anyone's record. And you know, I, I've already said how I felt about Little Baby and Gunna. Every album. My God. <laughs> My God. Yeah. One of the others on every single album of the whole year. I will year. say, the, the features I did love, uh, Summer Walker was great. Great. I thought Tory Lanez was incredible. Is he ever not? <laughs> Yeah, and I liked uh, FYB on Come Get It. I like that, yeah. That was a good song, too. Yeah. Yeah. And the other features, I didn't really hate. I just, they didn't really stand out to me. I thought Quavo was kind of awkward on that one song. Yeah, he's bad. 
Uh, Low Baby sounded good though. I'll give Low Baby some credit too. Yeah, I like that song a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. You got a you got a top five or three or anything? Um, three. I'll say Superstars one. Come get it two, and risk it all is three. Okay. That's it. I got a top three. Okay. I like that. Um. I right, I'm gonna go with uh risk it all, good loving, and uh. I'll I'll say uh your piece is my third. Mm. Yeah. I will say E. Yeah. The third track really bad. <laughs> really repetitive, and on it gets a lot worse when you go back to the album yeah it does Cause it like stands you just, out you already know the song is bad you know what it sounds like it just it was an immediate skip after the first listen yeah it stands out as one of the worst songs for sure okay um next oh is that it? that's all you got for jacques yeah i mean if you like r&b you're gonna find songs you like here for sure so don't don't get discouraged. I know we're not like insanely positive, but this is a good album, man. There there's a lot of great tracks here. It is. It is a really good album. If it was five songs shorter, it would it might be flawless. Yes, yes. I could take I could pick five songs on here that don't need to be on here. It probably would be a flawless album, and really 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 good. Um, I think this is one of Jacques's best works for sure. Um, whoever who's. Is he on like Young Money or whatever? Yeah, that's why uh, Birdman says "Rich Gang" every yeah, song. Yeah, dude, he's got to get out of there. And Birdman, this is not a mixtape. You don't have to say "Rich Gang" on every album song. No one else does that. Rick doesn't even gotta, say Maybach music on every of his own songs. He's got to, dude. He's got to get out of there. They don't market him right. They don't promote, dude. He's supposed to have been a star. Yeah. The fact that he's not a star to me after his last album and now this album that nobody really knows is, is out. <laughs> yeah. It's criminal. Kingdom Leaks doesn't even know is out. <laughs> I mean, dude, he's one of the better R&B. Like, I can't. It's tough for me to give you three R&B artists that are, like, truly better than him. Yeah, true R&B artists. Yeah. Right. Because, like, Chris, Chris isn't an R&B artist to me anymore. Right. But true R&B, no, nah, that, that's what I was saying. No, His kind of R&B, he might be the king. But yeah, I mean, there's just no promo for this. No. I had no, we had no idea it was coming until like a week ago. Yeah, I did. I sure didn't. And there was like, Verify was the single, and it was. it's not really a good single song to me. Mm. I remember his singles coming out for his, uh, what was the other album called? Um, the the number. Yeah, I forgot. But I know it's a really long one. But that one, the singles for that one weren't very good either. I remember forty-two seventy-five. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, bed was his hit, but that had come out way before right. the album. I mean, that was on a mixtape like three years ago, five years ago. Um. Yeah, and the other the other singles, you're right, they weren't good on there. I don't even remember was Studio a single. Oh, I see. I see. Because Studio was the single and Young Doug, right? Yeah. Then this the single on this one was um Verify with Young Doug. 
That's strange. Birdman. I've had enough of Young Thug, too. Huh? I've had enough of Young Thug, too. Yeah. I'm ha- I've had enough of those three for the year. Please. I don't want to hear any other album that has them on it. Lil Baby, Gunner, or Young Thug. Because sometimes they all sound the same. Anyway, Ugh. moving on. But good album, man. Shout out to Jacquees. Yeah, really, really good album. Um, next, Dave East. I got to be honest, I only listened to this album once. Uh huh. And I am pissed off that I didn't li- review this first. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because, uh, and I was I was frustrated right off the bat at how long this album is. Mm-hmm. And you feel it. Early on, you feel that length. Mm-hmm. You go from Godfather Four to uh, Need a Sign. Yeah, that's that's ten minutes right there. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that, to me, the first five tracks are like a warm up. Yes, I think like <laughs> up until on my way to school. Yeah, uh, maybe even up until seventeen, like the first five tracks. Uh huh. It, it's kind of it's good but it's a little slow it's it's a little uh there's too much of that like you're setting up the story you're trying to tell yeah uh and then 17 hits and i'm like okay that's kind of that's that's kind of super fire yes then mama i made it hits and i'm like damn yes it's still going yes and uh I mean, this album from that point on is essentially flawless. Yes, it starts out slow, but to me, I, I liked Need a Sign. Like when I and I've listened to it a bunch of times now. When I listen to Need a Sign by itself, I like it, but not after the first three songs. But um, and on my way to school is just a little repetitive. But after that, I I was actually gonna say the exact same thing you said, really. I was I was shocked. This is his best project, in my opinion. For real, I'm ready to say that already. I mean, it's everything. You're right. Everything after that is fire. Not just good. It's fire. He he is. He goes into like a mode of every time he raps, it's like it's insane. Yes. I'm like, dude. Can I get a bad line? Like. And if, in like, case I get a break? and in case anyone's wondering, yes, Gunna and Little Baby is on here too. <laughs> Do they ever stop working? <laughs> Yo, obviously not. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I I I, I do want to look up the numbers of how many albums Gunna and Little Baby really are on, <laughs> especially this year. Yeah, that that number is probably insane. Yeah, they got to be leading the year in features and works uh, but I, I thought the features do a good job man yeah i mean I, this uh, again from track six this album is flawless yeah there's not there's not a bad sound to find no it's not and eh, e40 was pretty bad but that's that's okay if if you don't know e40 is gonna be bad by now you don't listen <laughs> to music right yeah because he hasn't been uh, good in a long 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 time but, Dude, I loved from OG, song 8 to uh, 11. 
I, I was I was in shock at how fire it was. What's a OG? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. From OG to Alone with Jacques. Yeah. Oh my God. Stopped at the Gunna song, huh? <clears throat> the Gunna song is cool. <laughs> I also yeah. thought fourteen to eight, uh, eighteen was pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, me and Mines is is just, dude. I, like I knew he was a good rapper. Yeah. But man, this start to finish, this, he's just killing this it. This is his best song making for sure. Absolutely. Dude, this is exactly what I wanted. He took some time off. Yeah. We didn't hear from him for a while. Yeah. And he was working. And what's crazy is he had the nerve to release Godfather 4 as the single. Why? Does it, that that song does not tell you what kind of album this is. Not at all, man. I think it's the worst song on the album. I like the chemistry between them. I like it too, but that's it's not a good song. I needed I needed Godfather Four and Need a Sign to be separate. Yeah, it's but not it's, a good flow. It makes it so much worse with them two together. Yeah, the yeah those first four really are not a good flow. And on my way to school would be nice as like a interlude somewhere else. It, yeah. yeah, they didn't put those five together well at all. But the rest of them, like you said, man, I mean, it's like he warmed he warmed up. He like he got a couple warm up shots. He got to see the ball go in, and he just took off. Yeah, he did. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, dude, and I've heard like I've heard this this from him in songs and in short stretches. Mm-hmm. But hearing it just throughout consistently like that from track six to 20 yeah i was like man and the subject matter really yes. impressed me like it wasn't as much about just you know being in the streets and hustling like he some of his projects are only about that yeah he's too like he's got that uh that so cliche thing of like came from the bottom and i made it yeah like, dude, I get it. Every every other rapper did the same shit, dude. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> yeah, but this one, this one is a lot more personal. At least it felt like it to me. Yeah, he gets into being a father, into you know his hoop dreams, into school. Yeah. His brother, he talks about his brother a lot on there. Um, his dad, everyone. I mean, it's it's really really good, man. Um, I encourage everyone to listen to it. And Mike, off the first listen, I I don't think you. I don't think your opinion is going to change the rest of the yeah, listeners. Dude, I, I don't expect it to. It's really, really, really good, man. It, it's going to be on my top 10 of the year. I, I think. I really do. And Jacquees might make it too. I mean, honestly, this was just a really good weekend for music for me. It really is. It's one of the better weekends. Uh, yeah, man. I, I mean, we've been in a music like, like slow stretch the last couple weeks too yeah and this weekend was just perfect it was man um you don't you don't want to give your uh three now right off this you know wait Ooh, i mean i, I can't I, from first listen uh -huh. me and mines was crazy i'm not ranking these though these are just top three mm -hmm. uh what's going on him and him and fab yes that's my favorite on there. Fab, yeah. Dude, I need more of that. Yeah, and that beat that it sounds like a um I mean it sounds kinda like an old school LA beat. 
Yes. And then the New Yorkers on the LAB. I love it. Dude. I love so it. So fire. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's tough. Uh, 17, I loved. OG, I loved. Mm-hmm. Baby, I loved. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Night Shift, too. Yeah. Night Shift was probably my favorite, like, banger. Yeah. That beat came in. I'm like, oh, dude, Lil Baby cannot fuck this up. And he doesn't. Nope. But, yeah, I just, uh, those are some of my favorites. I mean, I really, it's hard for me to rank them right now. Yeah. But, dude, this is, if you've been struggling to find, like, good rap music. Yeah. Like, if you're one of those, like, old age kind of people where you need the lyrics, you need the storytelling. Yeah. Dude, this is it. It is. Don't don't miss an album like this and then complain that there's no good rappers out. Right. So, it just I loved it, man. Yep. Cool. Um any other music you, you have? I got an ex- a little extra gem I checked out. What? So, we had that stretch of uh, you know, nothing really coming out. Mhm. And I was having a tough time uh, finding anything to review. Mm-hmm. So I saw Earl Sweatshirt released, uh, I believe, what is it, six, seven tracks <laughs> called Feet of Clay. Yeah. <clears throat> it's easily the worst thing I've heard. <laughs> I like you said it was a gem. <laughs> no, I mean, I wanted to set it up. <laughs> Feet of Clay. <laughs> <laughs> feet of clay it's seven tracks thank god yeah man. if this shit was any more than seven tracks i i don't know man i it's it shocked me at how consistently awful this album was <laughs> he's one of the most overrated hyped garbage rappers i've ever heard of in my life remember when he was like 13 they're like he's gonna be the best Rapper out yeah, from Odd Future. I remember, I remember people were going crazy. He was posting like the wild uh, YouTube videos. Yeah, and then like eating cockroaches and stuff while he was rapping. Yeah, doing like all these mixed drugs and shit. Yeah. Dude, this is... This hurts to listen to. Like, it's not just bad where it's like, oh, I don't enjoy this. Yeah. This shit literally makes you want to turn it off. <laughs> And keep in mind, I listen to B.O.B. this year. Somebody tooted in the student comments. The bell rang, he went home and argued in the comments. I watched the doctor move, I watched the child get introduced to violence. I beat you to the point, my noose is golden. True and living, <laughs> Do you need to hear more? <laughs> no, I don't. Why does he do that? Why, do, why does he rap when, like he's freestyling when he's not? That. I hate it. Yeah. I heard somebody else do it recently. I can't remember on what on what, but I was like, dude, this does not sound good. Right. Yeah, it's trash. Really bad. Plain and simple. Just I'm done with Earl Sweatshirt forever. Oh. Ne- never again will I even consider. You're late to the party. <laughs> I've been done with I, this I wanted, trash. You know. I wanted to set it in stone, make sure. Yeah, because I, uh, I saw him when I went to the Anderson Pack concert. He was opening. and He opened? Yeah. What did he open with? 
<laughs> Dude, I didn't know any of the songs. They were all trash. He was just out there by himself yelling. They were booing, they were booing his ass like they booed Drake the other day. No, nah, they, they weren't booing because there wasn't anybody there yet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you remember when Ja Rule was uh, asked the Milwaukee crowd if <laughs> they were ready? Yeah. That, that's how Earl was. Yo, everybody, I'm Earl Swisher. Who's from L.A.? Silence. <laughs> that hurts. Yeah, it was funny, though. But, yeah, that's his game. Yep. Shout out to Earl, man. <laughs> I hope you stop rapping and do something else. <laughs> yeah, he's terrible, man. Yeah, we've had enough. Um, I listened to a few other albums while I was, uh, you know, while I was listening to the fire that we did listen to, um, I listened to Doja Cat's album, Hot Pink. Um, for those who don't know who Doja Cat is, she's the girl from the I'm a Cow video. Um, I mean, she got famous from that, but she actually did have a really good album before, uh, Amala. I guess that's her real name. I don't know her middle name or something. That was a good album, but. She released Hot Pink and um Listen, ladies, uh if you want to be in music, please you don't have to rap and sing about like <laughs> about guys who want to have sex with you on every song. Like I'm ready for that to stop. It's so played out. Yeah, I mean, and everyone does it. Like let it go. We get it. You look good. We see. We can see you. You don't have to keep telling us. Like I, I see you. We get it. Um. And honestly, huh? Real quick, it makes me appreciate. Um, who was it that you reviewed? Rhapsody. Yeah, Rhapsody. Yeah. Uh, and like Trina, like rap, like legit female rappers. Yeah, and and if you haven't listened to uh, Dreezy's album. People definitely listen to Dreezy's catalog. It's all fire. And I mean, and let me just say this though, because Doja Cat's album was really good. <laughs> Although I'm saying this, like referring to her album, it was a great album. And um, if she had like two songs where she didn't talk about, you know, how how good she is and how like wet she is and stuff, whatever. All right. If she had two songs that didn't do that, this album would be amazing. That's it, just two. Cause the rest of the songs that she does do that still sound great. Um, but you know, I just don't want to. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear the p word twenty times in the same song. I don't. I don't. Now, I mean, the music probably isn't being made for me, which I acknowledge. Um, but hey, man, it was a good album. I I will say that. So if you don't mind that, what I'm talking about, which some people don't, um, definitely check it out, man. Hot Pink by Doja Cat. Uh, Gucci has a nice. I might play. I might play the uh, Gucci song as my as my gem. Um, and then I also listened to um, <laughs> in a definitely less long-winded, uh, shorter-winded. Uh, review. I listened to Alan Stone's Building Balance. Alan Stone is uh, one of the uh, hipster white soul guys. Um, 
you know, a lot of his stuff is funky. Uh, he's kind of old school. It, it was good. If you if you like that kind of stuff, it was really good. And if you don't like that kind of stuff, you just don't listen to it. Um, but I definitely wanted to mention it was a good album. I enjoyed. I enjoyed listening to it. It was a nice break from Dave. It's kind of soft, and you know, uh, go back and forth to the hard lyrics to the soft. Uh, acoustic led music is is cool sometimes so that's all that's all I got for music which was a lot I will you know I can happily say I didn't listen to any bad albums this weekend because I didn't listen to Earl's (laughs) because I knew I think that was from a couple weeks ago okay but uh, yeah I I didn't hear any bad music this weekend so good weekend for sure you got anything else? What what happened to uh, emotion emotional oranges? I I didn't I didn't get to it because I was enjoying the albums I listened to so much. Um, it was kind of last on my priority, but I I, I heard uh, West Coast Love and I really like that track, so I will listen to it at some point. Yeah, I think I think they're kind of they're more your style, I think, than uh, they just they don't get a lot of press is one thing. Um, they're pretty good though. Um Yeah, I, I would definitely recommend. I have heard some of the songs. I gave it one listen. I didn't give it multiple listens yet though. So I'll wait till I get more listens and you listen to it so we can talk about it. Um Anything supposed to be coming out this this Friday? <laughs> I thought French Montana was supposed to come out last Friday or last Saturday and he didn't come out. Um Let's see who else. We missed out on that classic. (laughs) No, definitely not. (laughs) When is Chink Chicks tape coming? Oh yeah, that's what this weekend. Yeah, gotta be. I'm ready. Right? Uh, I would think. Yeah, I I think I said that last time. Let's see. November seventeenth, fifteenth. Yeah, Tory Lanez, Chicks Tape 5. Lil Peep's posthumous album is coming. Oh, yeah, I'm going to listen to that. The Queen and Slim soundtrack looks like it's going to be fire. I saw a lot of people uh, like reposting it. J.I.D.'s on there. Um, somebody, else is, somebody else big is on there. I don't want to hear Kendrick on there. <laughs> you don't want to? That sounds like some shit he would come out of his hiding to to hop on. <laughs> Do you think that? Did you see that um, reports of that being a uh, stunt double of Kendrick? Where? In in Vegas. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> he has like a big orange hat on and big glasses, so you can't really see his face. Bruh. No, you didn't. You didn't see that. I did not. Oh, the Queen Slim soundtrack's already out. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know these people. Any, any chance you check out the movie? Uh, I might. I might end up seeing it. I know my mom wants to see it. It's it's not a go to the movies movie for me personally. <clears throat> but I, I would, if someone asked me. But it's not one I'm rushing to see. Yeah. There's a couple of good. Uh, I want to see Doctor Sleep. Yeah. 
And then I also want to see that's I think coming out next week as uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. I have to see that. Oh, the new trailer. Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> they fixed them. Did you see it? They, they it does look it does look good. It looks fire now. <laughs> yeah. Whatever they did, yes. And like they made the um, like they put more emphasis on the rings. I think they just re. I think they rewrote a lot of stuff, honestly, because there's a lot of yeah. scenes from the other one that they changed. Um. Yeah, this. If I had seen this first, I would have been a lot more excited. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for it now, for sure. But I, I really don't need a Sonic movie. I mean, no, it's not necessary. But you know what? I really don't like about it is that I know that it's not gonna have a sequel, so I don't. I don't really even want it. You know what I mean? Because I know I'm gonna. If I like it, I'm gonna want more, and it's not gonna come. So I don't even want to like be tortured. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's one of those. Cause That's fair. I'm, I'm gonna want knuckles. I'm gonna want tails. I'm gonna want the whole gang. But I need them. Yeah. Don't even. I if they don't put it in the first movie, they're soft. <laughs> if they don't put those guys in there, yeah. You know they're not gonna be in there. That's they would have showed us at least one of them. If they were gonna be in it, or you know, they may be in it like before he comes to Earth or whatever, like for a second cameo. But nah, you know, I need to see Knuckles get down in a movie once. Back. Back. Yeah, so that's gonna be kind of whack. But I get it. Yeah. Um. Oh, Drake got booed off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> we can't let that go. Nah, that's good. That's a good one. I do have an insider. I have a, I do have a friend who was there, and she gave me the rundown because I, you know, I had to ask. I was like, um, I said, so Drake got booed off the stage. Please explain. She said, yeah, it was wild. Um, he played himself because he came out and was like, so Tyler asked if I could come out and play a couple songs for y'all tonight. Is that all right with y'all? And then he kept asking the crowd if he should keep going. <laughs> and uh, people thought Frank was going to come out after because Tyler already brought out two other people before Drake. So when Drake kept asking, should I keep going? <laughs> they eventually got tired of him asking and started booing like, no, stop. Don't keep going. And uh, that's when they started chanting, we want Frank. And there's only 15 minutes left in the set. I mean, like, in the night, I guess. And then Drake got booed off the stage. What was, bro, I heard, what was that one, like, R &B, more R&B central track he was playing? Like, as they were booing him? I was like, dude, why would you play this in, like, uh... Dude, he, he played a bunch of, he played, like, weird songs. His set was yeah. was bizarre. He played I'm Upset. If you have five, if Drake only has time for four songs, no one on the planet is picking I'm Upset. As one of the songs, yeah, no one's that's, doing that's that. Weird. That was a weird choice. Um, I I saw online his which ones he sang. Uh, let's see. Oh, he sang "Going Bad." And energy. Going bad. Energy. I'm upset. Uh. That's all that this says he played. 
okay. But I thought I don't know. Now he might have been playing something else and didn't you know didn't get it off. Yeah. <laughs> didn't finish it, so they they sent him home, which is crazy. Uh, but I mean, I get it. He's in L.A. Frank, you know that's Frank's. You know Drake's not from L.A. That's not his people. Those are Frank's people. So I'm sure that those. And the thing is, this is what a lot of people don't understand. We know, but Tyler the Creator's fans are not Drake fans. You know, it's maybe some of them like Drake, but it's a completely different like universe of fandom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, you know, the people who like Tyler the Creator a lot, and who like Odd Future a lot, are like they're this in another world. And no offense to those people, but they're not the same hip hop fans that might like Drake and Dave East. You know, uh, so I'm I wasn't surprised that someone who likes Frank and likes Tyler would boo Drake off the stage. Yeah, once I saw that it was a Tyler concert and that Frank was coming out, I, I, like, I laughed it off, but I wasn't, like, too concerned about it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure Drake wasn't either, because he was joking about it on Instagram uh, yeah. this morning or yesterday. So, it's all good. But it is it is kind of wild to even imagine, you know, the top-selling rapper of all times getting booed off the stage <laughs> for anything. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Drake, man. You know, <laughs> taking taking girls. Him and Kylie. Him and Kylie probably went out after the concert. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Have they denied or, you know, have they done anything about the rumors? I don't know. Doesn't seem like it. That would be wild. And keep in mind, people, Kylie is. Is how old? 22, I want to say. Is he that old now? Maybe. I don't know. I might be wrong. She might be, yeah. I mean... I mean, she just had a kid. I figured she wasn't, like, under 21. She was when Tyga first started dating her, remember? Yeah, you, you're right. Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, she's young for these 30, 33-year-olds and stuff to be, like, fighting over her. That's OD. Yeah, she's 22. Yeah, come on, Drake. Uh, she's younger than we are. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Drake's out here, like, you know, breaking guy code for her? Come on, man. <laughs> it's whatever, though. Drake probably really don't like any of those guys anyway. Definitely not Tyga. We already know how that goes. We already know. Um, I think I, I think that's all I got, man. You got anything else? Any other news? Uh, no, that's it. Um, <laughs> we already banned him, but your boy is in trouble again, man. You know who? Kodak. For what? <laughs> Guns. Mm. Yeah. That sucks. All right. Um, NFL has arranged a private workout for Colin Kaepernick. Breaking news. Any chances? I hope so. I doubt it, though. Yeah, me too. All right. But let me tell you something. He would not be the worst backup in the league. 
<laughs> you wouldn't be the worst after starter watching, in the league. <laughs> after watching what, yeah, you're right. <laughs> after watching what Brian Hoyer did this past weekend and watching what Baker Mayfield has done all year long. Yeah. You can't tell me Cincinnati doesn't need a quarterback. Right. For sure. I mean, he'd have um, Carolina playing better than they're playing. Absolutely. And, and I mean, and he don't even have to be as like as good as he was when he left. As long as he's half that good, he'd have Carolina playing well. There's you can't tell me that he's trash, even if he hasn't played this long. I don't believe he's trash because he just had he should, a lot of natural talent. He should, he should come to Cleveland. He was throwing passes to Odell in the off season. Yo, if Kaepernick came to Cleveland and he was like he was before he left. <laughs> Cleveland would make a playoff run. Out of there. <laughs> They'd make a playoff run. They would. It won't be anyone that good that gets them though. It'll be some. Nah, I, I doubt it'd it. It'd be someone really like. It probably would be Cincinnati or. Uh, I just it's it's tough for me to imagine any team wants him as a backup, considering how much like attention they would get for that. I'm but I'm surprised teams don't do it anyway. That's to me. If I'm someone like Cincinnati, that's why I would do it. I mean, yeah, that's what I, that's what I would think. What attention am I getting now? People calling me trash. Okay. Worst team in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, what's what's worse? Than, I mean, what's worse than being the worst team in the league? I mean, having Kaepernick on your team isn't going to change that. They're still going to be one of the worst teams in the league, but at least people are going to come to the games again. Like I said. They're going to bring people to the games. No one is going to say, oh, Kaepernick's playing? People who haven't watched football in years would say, Kaepernick's playing? You know. Right. And I tell you what, if they came to Tennessee, I'd be at the game. It's easy. If Kaepernick was playing, it's easy. Tickets probably sell out. And no matter how bad they are. But we know. We already know what's going on, so... Anyway, all right. Uh, I'll play this gym. We'll be back to close it out. This is uh, Doja Cat and Gucci Mane. Like that. Gucci Mane 
man a Doja Cat, call me Elgato. I'm the big boss and I got big bread. I'm getting big headed and I like good head. I'm not cheap, baby, and I'm sure not selfish. Taking like Elvis down the broke my pelvis. Jumping off the top rope, got them tag teaming. Putting on the show, I got the whole crowd screaming. Who's you with the bread? I'm like a top notch freak. Act like I'm a treat when a dog see me. Like a thief in the night, and like she stole my green. Got me walking off the scene like a hole in my jeans. Yeah, really short song, but it was a good song. Sounded good. Um, Last thing. Mm-hmm. What is going on in Memphis, man? <laughs> Oregon beating them right now, you mean? No, what is the eligibility thing situation? Oh, okay. So How is he playing? How is he playing? He A judge, a judge um, put a hold on the investigation. Okay, so it's still like it, since that first like that Friday game, there's still a hold, right? Yeah, yeah. Now the judge oh, okay. put the hold on it like on Saturday. Like he, the thing is the um, ineligibility thing was gonna be after that game, but then the judge, you know, you know, granted him time. So you you remember it kind of happened with the girl in high school too. Same thing. She got granted extra time. And it just ended up being the full season, so that, that's a weird situation. Yeah, that, that's what they're that's what they're trying to do. And really, I mean, you heard what the problem was, right? Yeah, they paid him the moving expenses. Yeah, yeah. Penny Hardaway helped him move to move from Nashville or to Nashville. I think from Nashville. So, um, and Penny was a booster at the time, so can't do that. Um. Yeah. So I mean, he's gonna be able to play until the investigation is uh well, until the judge says that he's ruled ineligible. So I like his size. Y- yeah, he, he he's pretty good too. Skill skill wise, he's a little raw. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, I think he could be a prospect. Mhm. I think so too. <clears throat> we'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh. Let's see. Let me find a throwback real quick. I got one. Um, that is that all. That's all we got. No other points to make. Uh, no, I think that's it. All right. Um, real quick, what do you think is gonna happen with Antonio Brown? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. All right, fair enough. I'm excited to see how his, uh, you know what I'm excited? I'm excited to see his first tweet after he gets out of the NFL meeting. 
Okay. And I'm excited to see him probably delete it shortly afterward. Yeah. Of course. Which is, he, which is so corny. Because, I mean, you know, if you're going to... If you're going to do that, at least back it up, you know? Stay, stand behind oh, it. He is so clueless. He's so just out of touch with the reality. Yeah. It, it's hard to watch. Yeah, it is. Very hard to watch. I, I want to see him play, man. Like, I, yell, I yelled about it, what was it, like a month ago? Mm-hmm. Probably longer. I think it was before the year started. Yeah. Uh, but and it, it makes me sick that he's not playing. Yeah. I don't care what, dude. I go to the jet like anybody. Yeah. He is way too talented to for us to talk about what the stuff we've been talking about. Right. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah, man. He got issues. Major issues. All right. Uh, we'll be back. Episode eighty-one coming up soon. We'll see you guys next time.
doing what we do, watching screens, getting high. Girl, you keep it so fly with your sweet honey buns. You was dead when the money gone, you'll be dead when the money comes. For real, dog. Got me lifted, shifted, higher than the ceiling. And only it's the ultimate feeling. You got me lifted, feeling so gifted. Sugar, how you get so fly? Sugar, 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 sugar, how you get so fly? So high like I'm a star. So high like I'm a star. So high like I'm a star. So high like I'm a star.